0: Five on five in five. It is Tuesday, October thirty-first. It is Halloween. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. Fletcher, Stephen, Kelly, all here with you as we uh, get ready for our Halloween show. No costumes in here right now, but I can tell you that I did come in cold.
1: So Was that, that your costume? That's, it's enveloped man, me local man like who a is cold.
0: Yes. <laughs> you I dress up like that daily, though.
2: You're wishing that you were a skeleton and couldn't actually feel the pain of the cold. Yes. Oh, God. Listen, yeah, it's cold outside and uh, meteorologist Randy Rico, I'm going to put all the blame on her. Uh, I had to moonlight my costume as meteorologist Randy Rico yesterday at the gym and let people know that it was going to be very chilly and with the potential of flurries tonight. So let's talk about it. Can't avoid it. Did
0: you get some icy stairs.
2: Wow. We've all hung out with Donovan a little too often here, our lovely fearless leader, executive producer, Donovan Klein. Let's talk about the forecast. So today, high of 45. Now, she did make a good point. Don't be fooled by the mid-afternoon sunshine and that it's going to be nice and warm for trick-or-treat or or even like comfortable because it's not. Uh, Temperatures will then drop right as you're getting ready to go out again. Overnight, we are talking about a low of 27. And yes, the snowy little icon is on all of your apps. So... Flurries only, nothing major that's going to stick around. Similar tomorrow weather with the highs only in the mid-40s, partly cloudy. Um, so we kind of continue this pattern, putting us in the mind of, you know, we uh, we may have said goodbye to those nice warm days for good until 2024. Right.
1: Is it weird to say that I forgot how cold it could get when I was walking to my car yesterday? I was
2: Not like, no, it is cold. It was only
0: in the 40s yesterday, too. And You, you get up into the 90s for you know, months on end, you get so used to it, and then
2: it's like it hits you. Right the weekend the looks like 60s, so, okay. you know, we might get we might get a little reprieve there. We don't have to jump all in at once, so, yeah, just not great timing with trick or treat. Well,
0: don't call it a comeback this weekend, and uh, I hope Kelly will not give me any cold shoulders from my icy stare joke earlier, but... A flurry of points from... I will, I will. Stephen Albritton. This morning already happening. All right, five on five and five. You all know the rules. Five stories on Channel Five in five minutes. Fletcher, our first story, please. Yes, our first story. uh,
1: If you were traveling through or in Indiana, you were. uh, There's chances you could have been affected by this. At least one person has died in a fatal crash that caused and is continuing to cause major delays on I-74 in Batesville this morning.
0: Yeah. Right now we're sitting at eight ten, and this has been going on for a couple of hours at this point. One person has passed. We were. Watching a live pictures from our photojournalist who is out there, and it is a violent, very violent crash. The box is all over the road. Going to take a few hours uh, to clean this one up. Uh, We were talking there was another uh, crash in this area, I think, just last week as well. So, not sure what's happening in this part of the road here on 74 around the Batesville area. But uh, just be careful when you're out on the roads, especially as we get into more of a travel season coming up for the holidays. But the Indiana Department of Transportation says it's going to be at least 10 a.m. before the westbound lane there reopens. We see a lot of
1: crashes, and this is one of those that, even as people who do what we do and see crashes, you kind of took a back at yeah. the pictures Could that are tell coming from the scene. Where yeah.
0: the cab was, and uh, this is a bad one. Yeah.
1: So we'll, we'll of course, keep you updated uh, once we learn more about the crash and as soon as that road is open on our website at WLWT.com. Our second story this morning we are one week out from Election Day. Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio will be headed to the polls, and we're getting some early voting numbers from Ohio, and they're pretty impressive, Kelly.
2: Very impressive. I mean, listen, we've got big big issues on this ticket and people want to be out there letting their voices be heard as we want them to do. This is what voting is all about. So let's talk a little bit about the numbers that we have seen so far. Hamilton County, close to 15,000. That's compared to 12,000 in 2021. Butler County is at 15,000. That's uh, they had less than 10,000 in 2021. Warren County also hovering around that same number. They had less than 5,000 in 2021. And then Claremont County around 8,600. They had less than 2,000. In 2021, So, I mean, we are shattering numbers when it comes to the 2021 election. Um, Again, people have a lot to say when it comes to issue one, issue two, issue 22, uh, depending on where you vote, what counts in your district. Um, And I think a lot of people also realizing the importance of local elections. I think the school board members have been a very big conversation as of late, and people want to make sure that they are paying attention to all of those smaller elections that can have impacts later on down the road.
1: Right. Those numbers, of course, the early voting numbers in 2021, the benchmark, because that was the last Ohio election that did not include a White House race or a Senate race. So kind of the more traditional off-year style of numbers, Uh, significant increases. And we have a voting guide uh, that features where you can vote, what times those early voting places are open, as well as a guide to all the issues Kelly just mentioned on our website. Again, that's at WLWT.com. Our third story this morning, Uh, not only Halloween today, but also the last day of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And Stephen, our Meredith Studs brought us a story of a man advocating for the cause because he himself is a survivor.
0: Yeah, it's not something you hear very often. Only about 530 men die each year from breast cancer, but men can still get breast cancer among uh, many other types. Uh, The American Cancer Society says about 2,800 new cases will be found in men this year. But uh, John Hall lives out in Milford. You know, He just became suspicious. He's listening to his body when he was waking up with wet t-shirts. He thought it was toothpaste, actually. But he went and got a mammogram got the ultrasound. Turned out he had stage one breast cancer. He's doing very, very well now. Uh, He didn't have to do chemo, didn't have to do radiation. So they were able to treat him pretty easily there. Um, But he was a a little No shy about talking about it at first um, from what Meredith's story said, but then he knew if I come out and say something, there'll be another man out there who says, wait, maybe I'm having these same symptoms. Maybe I need to get checked out. So whether you're a man or a woman, listen to your body. You never know what might be going on and you might just need to go uh, chat with a doctor. So good on him to, you know, start saying something out loud and uh, get that message out and about for breast cancer.
1: Yeah. So surgeon uh, that Meredith spoke to at Christ Hospital, uh, Dr. Jennifer Mander said it's a very high survival rate and also says that she's seen cases in men age range from 30 to 90 so adult if you're an adult male this could happen to you just be aware listen to your body um and uh if that does happen no shame in it it's just you know how life works how the body works sometimes and there are ways to uh to get treatment and again very very high survival rate our fourth story this morning uh wlwt is partnering with the red cross in a new operation operation save a life
2: this is awesome listen we're coming up on the bills Bengals game which everyone immediately goes back to that Monday night football game with Damar Hamlin and when he went down and how we talked about for months after that how important and very literally vital it was to everyone knowing exactly how to respond on the field saved his life. So uh, we are launching this with the Red Cross in hopes of providing CPR training to people without the barrier of the financial challenge because it's not always a cheap course. It's It's simple to learn, however... Those dummies cost money. The instructors cost money. The programs cost money. So um, we are taking out that financial barrier and trying to make it more accessible for more people. So Operation Save a Life, we will talk about the different situations throughout the week in which people got training and then were able to put that into action. Danielle Dindak had an incredible story of a Northern Kentucky father who watched everything happen with Damar Hamlin, had a conversation with friends of his and said, hey, we should all get trained. Days later, he himself had a cardiac situation, those people had been trained and were able to help save his life. So really incredible story.
0: It really is. It only takes a few minutes to get trained on CPR and AEDU. So uh, keep it locked to WLWT all week long, especially heading to uh, Sunday, the Bengals-Bills game. We're going to talk a lot about it, how they're made, where they're going in, how you can get your hands on one AEDs in in particular, and just uh, a lot of good stories. And hopefully it'll help a lot of
1: people. Yes. And if you'd like to help Operation save a life, you can uh, find a link to donate on our website, WLWT.com. Every cent that is raised uh, through this initiative is going to stay in the greater Cincinnati area. uh, So, so, uh, that's a huge part
2: of it. Too. Yes, it's, it's truly helping someone who could someday save your life or the life of someone right. you know.
1: And our final story, kind of bookending this, we talked about how cold it is. We talked about the beginnings of the winter feel. Uh, well, winter, whether we like it or not, is here. And uh, there's more to preparing for the winter than just
0: having lots of layers as you step outside. Yes. Right now we're talking about your car. Check your tires, check your windshield wipers, get your fluids changed, things like that, and just kind of just be aware that we are going into the season where you do not want to get stuck on the side of the road at night, stuck in the snow or wherever it might be, or even just a casual breakdown. You don't get want to get stuck at any time, yeah. but particularly when the temperature is like 15 to 20 degrees and and you're uh, you know out there by yourself. So uh, it's just important to have a safety kit in your in your trunk, whether it be. Blankets, salt, sand, small shovel, things like that. And uh, you'll be safe. That's what we want. Kelly. Yep,
2: I'm just... Reminding myself to do all of this because That's I, I Kelly. like to. <laughs> I like to drive on empty. Listen, <laughs> Reminder, it's fun to live right on now. the edge. Yep, and I'm gonna go get gas here in a second because yep. otherwise I have to call my husband and have him help me on the side of the road, and he's done that before and is not happy about
1: it. Yeah, AAA says uh, over half of their weather-related accidents happen in the winter time, so it's always good to be double, triple, yeah. Country, Triple check uh throw up, a bottle like of
2: water in there just really yeah. little simple stuff that honestly you might find you need it at a completely different time hopefully not in the case of emergency but you'll be happy you have it
1: right as steven was saying you don't want to get stuck anywhere especially when it's five degrees and there's snow on the ground yes <laughs> don't forget to
0: check your spare tire that make too make sure that one's good too good. Look at that. all right that's five on five and five that's fletcher that's kelly it'll be five on five and five ish today yeah. a little long but you listen because you enjoy our voices right sure that's why I listen I heard them all say yes Yes. (laughs) we'll be back tomorrow